Hey, Ma. What's up? Let's slide. All right. All right. We gon' get it on the time. You smoke. I smoke. I drink. Me too. Well, good. We gon' get it on the time. Got drops. Got trucks. Got juice. All right. We gon' take a ride tonight. So, Ma. What's up? Let's slide. What is up, Mexicans? Around Mexico. I hope you survived the weekend that was. That shit. Ooh, there were some landmines out there. I hope you avoided those landmines. I did not. I stepped on a landmine. The landmine that was the Oregon fucking ducks. These morons. Just kneel the ball and win. Win the football game. Like games like that that are like the when you have a loss like that in the big like the big night game, game day was there. You just hear about it all weekend and on the internet everywhere and on Twitter. Like get if you're gonna give me a bad beat, give it to me on, you know, Buffalo, Eastern Michigan. So I can, you know, just close ESPN like nine out on the fucking side screen and just never even think and remember that that happened again as opposed to the Oregon game which was the last leg of a significant parlay you're just watching it happen before your eyes and telling yourself this is it's, it'll be fine it'll be fine they can't lose this they can't lose this and they just find a way to lose it like it's a fucking game of Madden or something you know, when you play your friend in Madden and you're, like, up six at the end and you, like, run fake punt for, like, shits and giggles and that one time some crazy shit happens and they score and you're, I, I, I mean, I could have won if I just need, I was just bullshitting. Like, why is an NFL or a head college coach doing that? They went from Taggart to that idiot. There's stupid in the water. In Eugene, Oregon, at Alton Stadium. So yeah, that was a loss for me on on my picks as well. The picks went five and five. Real, real, not not gonna do it. One of them was the Oregon loss, but it's no excuse. Beats happened, so we're neutral. Five and five is not gonna pay the bills. Not gonna go broke, but that's that's not what we're here for. So that that will be improved. Another just ass beat other than the Oregon. If you had, I didn't have it, thank God. But if you had Illinois plus like 28 and a half against Penn State, they were up four in the third quarter, winning the game. And you can't cover 28 and a half? God, lovey. Just kneel the damn ball. You don't, well, we don't need you to win. Just don't get your ass kicked. Like when you have a shit team like that, at least you know the boosters are. are Betting on you. Do something to cover. We don't need you to win. Just pay the bills, lovey. Shit. Make the boosters happy. There's some people in like Chicago betting Illinois rich as shit. And you you ruin their Friday night. By being an idiot. And for just the reminder that just you know nothing. I know nothing. No one knows anything. Josh Allen just walks into Minnesota, a Minnesota, and just does as he pleases, meanders, 
all through the field. Josh Allen, you know, just makes the Vikings look like just butt cheese. So if you ever get real hot betting, you know, you know, win 10 in a row, you know, make some, make this, make this. Just remind yourself that, you know, the Buffalo Bills, who lost their first two games by a combined 230, can walk into <clears throat> maybe the second best team in the NFL, well, at least I thought, and just body their ass and go home. 17-point underdogs win by 20, whatever it was. It's just... So anytime you think you got everything figured out, you don't. I don't... If there's any survivor pools left standing, I don't know how it's possible. Because the only real option people went if you didn't go Vikings for some reason was probably the Jags. And... Like, Bortles returned down back to Earth. The boat... The boat crashed... I mean, for the Jags, it's it's nothing to panic about. I mean, if you told us at the beginning of the season, two and one, I think with the Patriots game, we'd be okay with that. But you kind of stop losing to the Titans. The Titans suck. I mean, especially like they're they don't suck at their full strength, but they're hurt, bullshitting, they're missing O linemen. Stop treating every game like it's fucking preseason. People, oh, Leonard, I don't feel like playing today. You don't? Well, you're going to fucking play, bud. Get your ass on the field. <sighs> so disappointing. After, you know, that Patriots game. Maybe the Patriots just suck. I get that people say that every year when they have a bad game. But they do have Edelman coming back. They have Josh Gordon coming back. That's going to be huge. Because their problem is now they just can't get open. Because their receivers are freaking... Philip Dorsett and Chris Hogan's okay, but I mean he's not gonna get open on Jalen and like Darius Slay and, and the Lions. Edelman will be huge. If Josh Gordon's not a dumbass, that'll be big. So they're not done, but when we played them, they were trash. We gotta. You can't depend on a defense to get a pick six every fucking game. It just mathematically isn't going to fucking happen. Um, stuff I was wrong about. UCF. <clears throat> I'm done fading Mackenzie Milton. He is too good. He just, especially in that kind of offense, college football, they've run, like, when you take an underdog in a game like that where it's just a million plays and both teams are going fast, like, you get a couple stops, even if the game is, you know, oh, good, we stopped them, they stopped us. You know, there's been like four drives all stopped. You look at the clock, there's fucking 11 minutes and 40 seconds left in the first quarter. There's just too much game to take underdogs in, in these crazy spread offenses. That's the, like NFL, the clock moves, you know, you got some defense. This circus football when both teams run tempo, it's too hard to take an underdog. There's too much, just too much time. Um, wrong about Tennessee. They're just pure trash. Florida's like garbage. Tennessee's like fucking diarrhea. They're just, who they are 32 point underdogs this week to Georgia. 
That's the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. Like, Tennessee's supposed to be a program that thinks that, like, they're relevant. They're kind of like Nebraska and teams that, you know, were good in, like, the 90s, and they just, like, are complete trash now. Like, whew. If I ever saw Florida State plus 32, oh, wait, that'll probably happen to Clemson. Thanks, William. But, nah, it won't be 32. That's so bad. 32 points. Um, also, the Chiefs. Chiefs are one of these teams, like, I just think their defense is bad. And they're, they might not figure out Mahomes, but, like, he's not going to be doing this. At least I don't think so. <laughs> all year. Like, the Chiefs started 5-0 last year. It's all just bullshit. Only thing that scares me is the Panthers a couple years ago. That year they went like 14-2, and lost in the Super Bowl to the Broncos. I kind of every week was like, uh, they're not going to keep doing this shit. They're not going to keep doing this. And just every week they did it and did it and did it and did it. And all of a sudden they're in the Super Bowl and I'm like, holy shit. I was wrong about them every single week. So, you know, there's always a chance that one of those teams exists, but I just think their defense isn't good enough for them to, at least that Panthers team had, you know, Newton and Keekley, you know, they had some defense. This Chiefs team has no defense. and No one's going to be that good of a team with no defense. Things I was right about. Mitch Trubisky sucks. That defense is good, but you can't be giving up points. Like, they were minus six to the Cardinals. Trubisky just holds them back. And they took Trubisky over Mahomes and over Deshaun Watson. Holy shit. That was dumb. Like, if they're sitting on Deshaun Watson right now, or Mahomes, the Bears would be nice. Especially they got good staff in there now, but he's just so bad. He holds them back so much. This is Mitch Bortles. Blake Trubisky and Mitch Bortles. They're about one and the same. They're both pretty athletic, can move around, escape, but you just can't count on them. And they both have good defenses. I mean, the Bears' defense isn't anywhere close to the Jags, but they're very similar. Uh, The Browns, finally... Takes, you know, NFL coaches injuries for them to put their good players in, but at least it happened. The Browns with that defense, that front four, Miles Garrett might be the best D lineman in the league right now. I guess he's kind of a linebacker, but that, you know, that 3 4 outside, he's D end. Um, yeah, they run a 4 3. He's a D end. But Aaron Donald, I mean, other than Aaron Donald, I don't see anyone better than Garrett. J.J. Watts messed up. Those injuries are finally at Houston. That's oh, oh, that's not what that's not what what you should be doing. But I love it. Uh, looks like they will not be strong this year. I I just I'm kind of wondered what's going on there because I I gotta be. I mean I I watch Red Zone, but there's not much Houston. I just, I thought they were gonna be much better. It must be the J.J. Watt injury and but. The offense isn't doing much. I guess the O-line's terrible. But, you know, I was expecting more from them this year for sure. Um, big lesson with Steelers-Bucks. 
that was so obvious that Steelers had that. I mean, they're not going to go 0-2-1, and the Bucks aren't going to go 3-0. It's tough taking a road team at night, but you just got to fade those bullshit national media narratives. It's all just made up. Like, I get, yeah, Steelers, Le'Veon Bell's not showing up, and A.B. had a little issue. When push comes to shove, that doesn't affect, like, Sports Center wants you to think, oh, has Mike Tomlin lost the lock- locker room? Let's let Stephen A. Smith yell about it for, you know, the next two hours. And you listen to that shit and you think it matters and it doesn't. These guys just show up. They're going to try. They want to get paid. They're putting film out there for their next contract. They're not worried about, oh, but Levian's not here. Like, all that stuff is played out to make sports try to appear to you more like they're a story but it's fake ben's gonna show up ben's gonna play football he's not gonna you know think about antonio wasn't here on monday that hurts my my heart no football's gonna be played they're trying to win so fading national narratives like that is that's one of the biggest things in all sports they just fade the shit that ESPN tries to make. Like after these, like, for example, NBA playoff games in these seven game series, after each game, they try to like create something. And all you hear about is how good the team that won was for the next two days and how bad the team that lost was. And then the other team wins the following game and all of their opinions just change overnight. So don't listen to any of that. Because they're always wrong. And I'm telling you, if you fade what everybody thinks, the majority of the time you're going to win. And the other thing is if they continue to give us Andrew Luck, you know, plus six points, plus seven points. Yeah, just, okay, I'll take Andrew Luck plus those points and sit here and, and cash my pie. It's honestly just just free money. Um, they're not winning, but they're covering. That's what you do. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Um, one more thing on that Steeler game is just like, it's just a, it's a much bigger topic on the whole, is how important it is to look at injuries and check those injury reports. Because you think you know the injuries, but you actually don't. You just know like the skill players because you play fantasy football. Like, for, ex- for example, Joe Hayden was back for the Steelers Bucks game against a team like the Bucks who throws the ball like that's huge. I think O-line and DBs. You've got to know who's playing. Like when that Jags, the Titans weren't one of my picks um on the podcast last week just because the line wasn't out yet. But when I saw that line on Sunday, I thought that was a joke. 10 points. Um with no starting right guard, no starting left tackle, and no Fournette. The over-under was 38. How are you not going to cover 10 when nobody scores? I mean, I thought the Jags would win. But Titans plus 10. God. They were begging you to play. That's just the same thing as what I was just talking about. Fade what everybody thinks. Oh, the Jags just beat the Patriots by 20. We're good. Jags are incredible. Okay, Titans plus 10 cash just everyone just overreacts because there's just so much media everything you see is oh 
uh, okay. Well, not it's just nothing's ever as good. No one and nothing is ever as good as it seems, and no one is ever as shit as they seem. Especially in the NFL, there can be some shit college teams, but the NFL, for example, like Vikings Bills, seventeen point underdog. You just got to think about each game as big picture and don't get caught up in this weekly bullshit. But check injuries. Always check injuries. Especially when you see a shit line, you're like, why is that? That. What the hell? I'm, you know, $40,000. You can't do that. Like, for example, I was just looking at college football last night. And I saw Virginia Tech was five-point underdogs at Duke. I'm like, what in the... I almost put that in. I was like, no, nah, there's something up there. And I look. I didn't see it when it happened on Saturday. Virginia Tech's starting quarterback broke his leg. So things like that, you just... You gotta be kind of cognizant of, of sketchy shit around you. What is... Yeah, look, Falcons... Uh, now both safeties out for both starting safeties out for season and they're good safeties so these are big losses and they're starting middle linebacker who is also a beast that whole middle of the field is going to be wide open at tight ends running backs are going to crush the falcons i think there i saw that they're given six points to the Bengals. Bengals plus six against the falcons will probably be a pick for me on sunday might get on that early just because I don't want that to move. But Bisson, both starting safeties and middle linebacker. Yeah. And also big one. This is going to be a definite play. Thursday night. I saw this at plus seven before. Now it's plus six and a half. So maybe just buy the half and get Vikings plus seven. Rams are missing Tlaib and Marcus Peters. Both starting corners. Peters is doubtful, so it's not a lock he's out, but he's going to be out. And they're going to seven points to the Vikings? It's just what I've been talking about this whole podcast, this overreaction. Vikings lost to the Bills. They stink. Okay, Vikings will cover that game. Just fade narratives. Fading narratives. And then, got to know Jimmy G's out. R.I.P. Jimmy G. That's my dog. Pour one out for the for Jimmy G. That's really it for the weekend recap. Um, on Thursday we're gonna have the picks. We gotta beat five and five. Gave you a little bonus pick that Vikings plus seven Thursday night. You can pay the bills with that if you need something. Was almost end of the month. Get that rent going on a uh, rent Vikings plus seven. Do it. Do it. Alright, uh, talk to you Thursday. Mexico's out. Come on. Hey ladies. Hey